Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, Series 5, Episode 12. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and it is just me for today. As you know, you never know who you might get, because life can be very busy. But I do have a very interesting article for you today. So, theatre is starting back up. Amdram Groups, you are probably looking to getting back busy planning what your next show is going to be, planning rehearsals and getting all of that on board. So I have for you 15 event planning tools from our friends over at Ticket Source. So I shall run through these and I'll leave a link in the show notes. So go and check it out and you can elaborate on any of the tools that I have mentioned. So at number one is Trello. Trello is going to help you with managing any project that you need to manage. Number two is Google Drive. Any files, any folders you need uploading and you need to share with your cast, send it over there. Evernote, great for making notes and available on many, many platforms and very handy for adding PDFs and pictures to. Pocket, now not one that I have heard of, but it is an event planning tool, very much like Trello from what I believe. Grammarly, very handy if you're sending out emails, if you're in a committee or sending out the newsletter, very, very handy for checking not only spelling, but also the grammar. Slack, if you don't want to do long emails, Slack could be the way forward for you. Makes it a lot, lot easier. Feedly. Now, Feedly is a tool that I've recently come across that I haven't utilized yet. And I say yet because I don't feel I'm I'm using it in its best way possible. So this is basically multiple feeds that you can use to create your ultimate feed and it will update it and just keep you fresh with what's happening with blogs and vlogs and videos and anything that's released to do with that subject. At number eight, Hootsuite. Very handy for all your social media profiles if you want to schedule them beforehand. Very handy indeed. Pinterest for ideas. Want to get some ideas on a visual level? Pinterest is the way to go. IFTTT which, if this, then that, is a very, very effective tool that utilizes many, many programs and can update social media channels. It can it can create spreadsheets for your new followers. It's just very, very handy. All used in one. Carrie Hope Fletcher, I believe, uses that. Event, but it's got a double V in it. This is an online platform for promoting your event. So you've got a show coming up, you want to promote it, get it onto event. Stay focused when you've got something that you need to get done, then stayed focus might be the tool for you. Prezi needs to do an online presentation. AGM coming up, but can't have all the people in the same room. This could be the one for you. At number 14, MailChimp. 
So if you have got some new people in rehearsals and you want to collate the data or you have new followers and you need to put all their emails into one go and then send out a, a, a blank email without it going into spam, then MailChimp is the way forward. And finally, last but no means least, ticket source. If you are not using ticket source to put your tickets online, you are missing a trick. They have so many good benefits. Do go and check it out. I will put a link in the show notes for this article. Now, Tom, over to your section from the other studio. Take it away. Hello, and welcome back to the movie musical segment with me, Tom Hazelden. Uh, thank you for that incredible handover. I couldn't have couldn't have transitioned into this phase better myself. If you tuned in last week, you will know that today we are talking about the one and only Annie. Now, this is the uh, 1982 version of Annie, not the more recent, I think, 2014 adaption, which I have not seen. But stick around to the end of this segment, and uh, we are going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, apparently, there was also a Annie made in the year 2000, which I also haven't seen, but it's got Kathy Bates in it. We love Kathy Bates. Uh, it's also got Kristen Chenoweth, Audrey McDonald, Alan Cumming, lots of famous people, and I don't think I'd ever heard of it. So maybe if we can find that on a um, maybe if we can find that on a streaming service, we'll do that do that one day as well. Anyway, I was very surprised to find out that Annie was nominated for two Oscars. I I didn't know that. So it was nominated for the best art direction and set direction, uh, and the best music, original song score, and its adaptation or best adaptation score. Uh, which is pretty cool. I feel like Annie is one of those films that kind of everyone knows, you know? And I, I have to say, Annie is 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 pretty Marmite as a show, as a film. I mean, you know, the girl who plays Annie um, is, I think her name's Eileen Quinn. Aileen Quinn, it might be pronounced. It's spelled with an A. She is, you know, fantastic as that part. Incredibly iconic. Um, but... A bit annoying. And I mean, I think it's perfectly cast because I think Annie's supposed to be sort of like pure optimism and kind of, you know, with that comes sort of annoying naivety. But yeah, I think as a result, this film is is quite hit or miss with some people. This was a nice refresher, though, because I haven't seen this film in years. Uh, So it was cool to to rewatch it again properly uh, and enjoy it again. Now, I, I like this film this this musical i think is a great adaptation it is a bit annoying but um i think you can lean into that and you can find something in it um so yeah let's let's talk a little bit about it so obviously there's uh there's a cast of very talented kids and a wonderful dog who upstages the whole thing um we've got albert finney as daddy warbucks i don't really have much to say about him but he always reminds daddy warbucks with the sort of bold head always reminds me of like some sort of villain like Lex Luthor or you know um but <laughs> anyway uh let's I wanted to talk about um Carol Burnett because she who plays Miss Hannigan absolutely steals the film as uh, as I'm I'm sure if you've seen it you know or you'll remember um she's just got this really it's the the drunk acting she has down but she's just such a sort of 
sleazeball. And I just, I just think she acts it so well. And uh, you really get the impression that she hates kids. And I mean, obviously, that is the point of the character. So if she's given that across, then it means she's done a damn good job. And I just think that uh, we should all take a moment just to appreciate Carol Burnett and her performance as Miss Hannigan. We love you, Miss Hannigan. Also, someone that I know is in this film, but always, always forget, is Tim Bloody Curry. Um, Frankenfurter himself. He plays Rooster. And I mean, Tim Curry, again, always fantastic. Always super watchable. He's paired with uh, Bernadette Peters, who plays Lily. They work really well with each other. Um, and yeah, I think I think they're a really good pairing. Um However, I do think Carol Burnett shines over the two of them, which is uh, is, a, is a tough job to shine over not just Tim Curry, but Tim Curry and Bernadette Peters. So, yeah, well done. Well done to her. Um, set design, I, I mean, I, I want to talk a little bit about that. I d- I'm not a, the biggest authority on set design, I'm not going to lie. So, you know, take this with a pinch of salt. But I think the set design in this film was great, especially considering it's an 80s film, you know. It's a bit sort of Little Shop of Horrors in parts. Um, but obviously it was fairly decent at the time because it was nominated for an Oscar. It didn't win, but it was nominated. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's all I'm going to say on that. I just wanted to, to touch on it. Uh, and costume. Um, well, I mean, you know, you've got the classic sort of Annie hair, the ginger hair and the, the dress and red uh, cardigan, which if you picture Annie in your head, that's probably, that's probably what you're picturing her as. Um... And I seem, yeah, the 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 some of the costumes that Miss Hannigan and Daddy Warbucks wear are pretty iconic, I think, as well. But nothing is more iconic than, you know, the sort of standard Annie look. And yeah, you know, I think I think I'll leave it at that. But it's it's iconic, you know, like this film. This this film, I I think, has maybe not aged terribly well, but it's still it's it's aged well you know what i mean like it's <laughs> it's it's difficult to watch in some parts but that just adds to the charm i think of annie <laughs> yeah and uh I, there's there's not much more i can say about this i mean it's a great soundtrack um if not a little bit annoying um there's a great cast you've got tim curry like i said you've got bloody carol burnett um, if you haven't seen this film, what are you doing? Go and watch this film. You might hate it. It might not have aged well watching it now for the first time, but you should go and see it. And you'll know the songs in it. You know, you've got Tomorrow, uh, Hard Knock Life, Easy Street, uh, Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile, which I completely forgot was in it. And it made me smile when it came on. I think it's a, a great song and I think it gets brushed under the rug a little bit when it comes to Annie. Yeah, while, while I was looking through uh, some sort of Annie kind of facts and things um i found out that there's uh there's an annie sequel which maybe we'll also dive into at some point it's called annie a royal adventure made in 1995 um different cast uh but it's got joan collins in it um and it's got ashley johnson who i think i recognize from some other stuff uh and it's also got ian mcdiarmond who uh you if you watch star wars he plays emperor palpatine he's done lots of other stuff um I'm not going to lie. It looks terrible. It looks real bad. So I think if it's a musical, I'll check out and do the research. And if it pops up on anything, then uh, we'll give that a review at some point. So out of five stars, I'm going to give Annie, we're going to give it three stars. I think 
I think it deserves three. I don't think it really... It's not a groundbreaking film, but it's a good film. It's feel good. Like I said, iconic and everyone knows it. Um, I think if you like Annie and you want to watch something similar, maybe go and check out Annie, A Royal Adventure. Um, tell me how bad it is. Uh, you can check out the 2000s Annie, which I didn't realize people needed Annie remakes and sequels this much, but apparently they did because we've got a sequel and two remakes. Anyway, uh, yeah, go and go and check out some of those. Uh, you know, there's the, the 2014 one, um, which is, you know, slightly more modern and updated. There's the 2001. Also, I just recommend going and checking out any sort of uh, classic musicals and sort of Disney films. I think they, they all have a similar kind of feel. Um, like Willy Wonka, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, Mary Poppins. Yeah, join us next week. And <laughs> would you believe it? We're going to go on a double Annie special. I'm treating you all. We're going to be talking about the 2014 version of Annie. Yeah, I've heard a mixture of things so strap in we're in for a ride i might enjoy it who knows also just before i go i just i just i'm pretty sure rooster tries to kill a kid at some point in this film um like when they're climbing up the crane and i'll leave you on that goodbye great stuff tom thank you very much for that that is all from us today thank you very much for listening Please do go and support your local theatre group. And uh, if you're listening to us, go and find us on some other social media channel and see what's happening over there. Thank you very much for listening. Please do tell a friend about us. We love hearing from you. And we shall be back in the next episode to review the album I know you've been waiting for. Bye. Ah. at podcast.